Well, we've now heard from you and Leanne and also Maury and Grace and Martin. And all of you have shared aspects of General Assembly that particularly spoke to you. I tried counting up yesterday, and I think I've been to 26 GAs or 27. And it depends, too, how you count. Because I went to one in Boston where I just peeked in. That, does that count? Of course, until two years ago, these assemblies were held in various venues around the country. In Spokane, three years ago, and in Portland, Oregon, next year. I hope we can again send a strong delegation to Portland. We sent 30, I think over 30, to Spokane. But we also had a pretty strong virtual delegation this year online. Three who attended sent me, or two anyway, sent me additional reflections. I'm going to share some of what they wrote. First, Louise Wilkinson wrote stirringly about how our ESUC covenant has changed her. Being in real community changes people, she wrote. I feel it so much in this church. Louise was inspired by our UUA president, Frederick, uh, Reverend Susan, Frederick Cray, and I am too, especially her admonition that this is no time for a casual faith. Louise went on to reflect that while many white, straight, cisgender, able-bodied people may be tiring of the current UU focus on racism and oppression, it challenges us to think about what it is like to live with racism and oppression as a way of life bearing down on a soul. Covenants are a way, and it's a time-tested Unitarian Universalist way, to reconstitute the world into beloved community, Louise Wright. Unitarians have the foundation, she concluded from her General Assembly experience, for effective community organizing, spiritual organizing, that can unlock the power of our faith into the world. Christy Weir was also a virtual delegate. Of the many events, Christy chose to share two that particularly clicked for her. First, she attended a program presented by the BIPOC, that's um, the people of color and um, other communities of environmental and climate justice had pointed out the need to look at climate effects and climate solutions through the lens of uh, people of color community. Christy also attended a teach-in on reparations, which are about repair and healing. Reparations, she writes, are not just for African-Americans, but for the soul of our entire nation. The teaching included information about the reparations program initiated by the people of Evanston, Illinois, to address the negative impact of redlining on ownership and wealth accumulation 
among the African-American community long living there, but not sharing in the uh, benefits that many of the others did. She urges us all to Google Evanson's reparations program and check it out. And I did, and I think it's a good idea for all of us to. Now, Martin Cox shared with us on video, but I want to share with a little bit of what he wrote to me. He found GA, and you heard him say it, a demanding workload, that his music, imagery, stories, and poetry were beautiful. And as he put it, were wrapped in a kind of reverent glow. It was also heavy with current events regularly reminding delegates of the dangerous times upon us. And he pointed that out. And he, and I am sure all the other delegates found it awakening as he learned all kinds of things about our denom, that our denomination is doing to help us make a positive difference in the world and among our neighbors here on the east side. What I've loved most about General Assembly over the years has been the pageantry and catching up with colleagues and former congregants. And it's inspiring for me always. And there are always a few truly stellar events, events like this year's Ware Lecture, which Maury cited, featuring Stacey Abrams and Desmond Mead, whom he commended. And I join with him in suggesting you all check out that Ware lecture. All in all, the whole event made me proud to be a Unitarian Universalist and among the delegation from East Shore. Amen.